because we all knew we all knew that Laura and I were going to win anyway. Well, I mean, predict accurately based upon our animal knowledge. Well, plus, I mean, but everyone said that Penn State was going to. Yes, and it yes, just yes. happened to be that they had the better mascot. It just happened to be there, the, the better mascot. I saw a TikTok friend sent it to me talking about the Penn State's mascot, and it looks like a little kid drew a line that was on meth. And I'm like, that's accurate. Yeah. Like, very accurate. Whereas, like, the Nittany Lion statue is so yeah, it's beautiful. Good. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's super it's good. accurate. Yeah. Then there's this mascot. <laughs> Creepy as all get out. But... <laughs> I bet he talks like that too. <laughs> if not, we need the whatever kids the mascot for this year to actually talk talk that way. Alrighty. So this week we're doing something a little bit different because the NFL starts this week. So we're gonna pick one college game and then one NFL game. I'm excited to hear about the big time people. I feel like I'll recognize the names of the mascots. But maybe not. For the NFL? Yeah. Okay. I cannot believe that I'm losing to y'all right out of the gate. All the research I did on I that mean, game. I mean, I can. And both y'all are too no. That's the problem. You did too much research. What was their downfall? It wasn't the quarterback, was it? Oh, it definitely then- was. <laughs> Absolutely took over. It definitely was. Oh, man. I kind of misjudged South Carolina's defense. I think a lot of people did. I, I should have went with my intuition. Knowing a ram could kick the crap out of a gamecock and just went with it. And I did not. Yep. Well, once again, we'll see if Donnie Pigskin Poet Martin can do any better this week with his predictions. <laughs> <laughs> so do you want to start with let's start with college then, Donnie. Do you want to talk about the college game how you have picked? Which this is gonna be a, a good one. Hopefully it should yep, be good. So this is the Probably the game of the year, Alabama, Texas. Yeah, every, everybody's talking about it. The Alabama Crimson Tide and the Texas Longhorns. So Texas is going to the SEC starting next year. They are historical powerhouses in college football. They haven't played often recently, and they're playing in a two-game series leading up to them going to the SEC. So this game's going to set the tone, you know, when they do enter the SEC, but. What makes this game special is if anyone pays attention to Texas high school football, South Lake Carroll, their quarterback was Quinn Ewers. And that same year, Alabama's quarterback, Jalen Milrow, they were two of the top quarterbacks in Texas. And that was when the NIL came out to where college players could get contracts and get money, get paid while they're playing. So they graduated early. Quinn Ewers, the Texas quarterback, went to Ohio State. Milrow went to Alabama. So these two guys, they're about to play, and this is like a Texas high school football followers' dream. Oh, this is a huge matchup gotcha. for that. And this is one of the biggest games in the country. It's Alabama-Texas. Well, there's another big reason why there's a big rivalry going on here. So in the past, I think it was – I can't remember if it was last season or a season before, but – so there's there's rules around tickets, all right, ticket sales. You have to have X number of tickets set aside for away players. And that includes the player's family and the band and everything like that. And so I think it was last year, 
whenever Alabama, because they were not in conference and they're still not in conference, normally whenever you're in conference, you have to save like X number of like good seats. Mm -hmm. Well, if it's out of conference for the opposing team, you don't have to, you have to save X number of seats, but they don't have to be very good. So whenever Alabama came to Texas, Texas sat the band like way up in the nosebleed section. And so this year, what did Alabama do? Put Texas way up in the nosebleed section. And so they've been having these little spats like that. They're just back and forth of just disrespect. Well, how did the guy end up from, you, you said he went to Ohio State. Now he's in Texas. They can move. Here's what's crazy, though. So Texas's quarterback, he went to Ohio State. Really never played and had an NIL deal. So at 18, should be a senior in high school. He was a multimillionaire, right? And Melro, I, I haven't looked at him up, but I just know he left early. So, you know, no one really got to play, see him play their senior year. So he hit the transfer portal and went to Texas. Quinn Ewers, if you ever see him, he has blonde hair and a mullet. And he wears sunglasses a lot. Oh, my gosh. He, he's straight from Texas. And so last year, they're playing Alabama, and he's having the game of his life, and he gets hurt. And so Alabama ends up – they win 2019, but I swear to you, they were going to beat them. Listen, they because they should have had that safety, and they didn't have the safety, and that, that mess – they should have won that game. Who, Alabama? No, Texas. Texas should have won that game. They lost by one point and it came down to at some point during the game, they got a safety, but the refs, they called it not a safety. And that's part of the controversy too, is they probably should have won that game. And so you got Quinn yours at Texas and in the off season, they picked up another quarterback, Arch Manning, which is Peyton Manning's nephew. Of course. He wore number 19, went to the same high school. So he's their backup. They're not really red-shirting them, so he might come in the game. No one knows, so there's a lot of drama, a lot of eyeballs on this one. Yeah, I was just going to say this sounds very high school drama. Yeah, this has been the game. People, analysts, sports channels, everybody's looking forward to this game. It should be a really, really good game. But, so their mascots, Alabama is an elephant. For the Crimson Tide? Yes. And then... Texas is the Longhorns. Why are they? Why are they an elephant? How does that make any sense? The origin of the mascot dates back to 1930, when a sports writer wrote that Alabama in 1930 is a typical Wade machine, which is Coach Wallace, which is powerful, big, tough, fast, aggressive, and well schooled in fundamentals, and the best blocking team for this early in the season that he's ever seen. So using that flair and everything else that they were saying at the end of the first quarter and the earth started to tremble, there was a distant rumble and continued to grow. Some excited fan in the stands bellowed, hold your horses. The elephants are coming. And thus gave rise (laughs) to the mascot of an elephant. An elephant from Alabama. All right. So the Texas Longhorns then descended from the cattle brought by Spanish explorers and settled in first significant numbers, crossing to Texas in the early 1700s. And yeah, and I mean, everywhere you go, it, Longhorns, like every everywhere. So, I mean, for that, for a big Texas school, it's really not shocking that they're the Longhorns. So, Laura, Elephant, V Longhorn, who are you picking? 
if you go to a video there, if you type in Bevo, that's their mascot. The thing's huge. It's like a big bull, big horns. So here's the thing. I just looked up their pictures because I also think the way the mascot looks matters. Mm -hmm. And who I think would win in a fight of actual mascots is Texas because he looks a little more fierce. But, okay, let's break this down because I also looked up the logo for Alabama. The elephant in that logo is definitely an African elephant. Its ears are like – No, for sure. So African elephant versus Texas longhorn. I don't know, man. I just, okay. Yeah, because here's the thing. I can't see any situation where either one of them would attack and not just try to run. Agreed. Although, you and I both know elephants can be pretty aggressive for no good reason. Yeah, they can. Especially if it's, like, if it's a male and musk, yeah. then maybe. I think also, let's say they actually did fight. Cage match, mm-hmm. couldn't escape, couldn't run away. I think that a Texas Longhorn, they're made for defense. Their horns are out sideways. They push. Yeah. Whereas an elephant's tusks are facing forward. Yeah. And I just think an elephant would wreck a cow. I don't care how <laughs> big the cow is. <laughs> That's a good one. I just think an elephant would wreck a cow. It would impale them with its tusks or grab them with their trunk and just beat them to death. Like Yeah, I think when push comes to shove, if if they had to. If they had to, I think the elephant would win. Yeah. But there was this awesome there's this awesome Texas Longhorn that used to be at Lake Tobias where I used to work. His name was Big John. And he was so <laughs> That's an awesome name. He was so big and so docile. He would just sleep in the field all day, all by himself. And he'd then come up to the bus and he'd eat corn and he'd stick his tongue out really far. So freaking cute. But that was the biggest cow I've ever seen. Yeah, they are huge. They can get very, very big. Yeah. This probably is inaccurate. I I mean, as far as the football, but I think the elephant would win. Yeah. I mean, I still think it would win if it went, if it was forced to, if it was forced to. And it's got the smarts to be able to outsmart a cow. Yeah, like cows are smart. Cows are a lot smarter than yes. what people give them credit yeah. for. However, however, they're almost not as they're not as quick. Yeah. Like fast smart as what a as what an elephant Elephants would be. Are crafty. Yes. No, they definitely, definitely are. <laughs> crafty. Those crafty elephants. No, they are. Well, wait, Donnie, who do you think's gonna win? I mean, you have to say Texas, right? You have to. Well, no, he's he's not he's not a Longhorns fan. He's a, a Louisiana Tech. Yeah, you are correct. But you know, if it came down to if they were really going to get in a fight, I don't know if any animal is going to beat an African elephant. I don't know what animal. Yeah, I don't. From the football perspective, who are you calling? Alabama, because I think Jalen Milrow is going to win the Heisman Trophy this year. No one's talking about him. I don't think they're going to lose a game. So Alabama. As a fan, though, living here locally, I thought. Quinn would have won last year, or he was going to win, and he got hurt. So, well, they sh- should have won that game. I'm, I'm kind of rooting for him as a redemption of last year. So, from the animal perspective, Alabama. From the football Bama. perspective, Alabama. All righty. So, this is the first week of the NFL. So, let's go ahead and do our NFL game. Donnie, you want to talk about this? 
<laughs> Laura's NFL <laughs> segment. So, Laura, are you up to par on your NFL statistics? And Absolutely not. I didn't even know it was starting. <laughs> the NFL kicks off this week. These are the guys that actually get paid. What made this week tough is there's not a lot of animal matchups. But Ooh. So Katie and I were kind of texting back and forth. And what I like about this is I think there's a lot of hatred towards this team, these teams from Katie. So can I say shit match? (laughs) So I was kind of hoping y'all could go into detail about who would win in this battle. (laughs) It's the Cincinnati Bengals and the Cleveland Browns and Dingles. Wait, 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 wait. There is an NFL. Bengals, Bengals, Bengals. Like I was like Cincinnati Dingles. <laughs> yes, that's that's definitely more accurate. I'll tell you that. That's definitely more accurate. I was like, I thought I knew all the NFL team names at least by hearing. I've never heard of the Dingles. <laughs> okay, the Bengals. I have heard of the Bengals. And what was the other one? Cleveland Browns. Oh right, but what's their mascot? The dog. A mastiff. Which you know what a mastiff is. Yeah. The breed big burly mastiff versus the bangle, not a dingle. How big is a mastiff? They're big. They're one of the bigger burly dog, strong jaw breeds. Like Great Dane size, like big. Bigger. Not yeah, well, not they're like taller, huskier. But yeah, they're beefier. Yeah. Yeah. So for a long time with Cleveland Browns, it was the, it was just John as like a brown dog. And it was never, it was always, I think everybody just assumed that it was a lab. And then more recently, because they just wanted to define what it was, was it a lab or was it something else? That's whenever they ended up saying, no, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a math. Well, right. Because who is afraid of a lab? Yeah. Nobody, <laughs> which I mean, to be fair, no one's afraid of the Cleveland Browns either. So I'm afraid of their fans. Their fans eat dog biscuits at the game. Ew. I mean, it's Cleveland. So yeah. So if it's a, a master versus a, a versus a bangle. This thing up. Sounds big. I mean, this has actually happened before in history. So the Romans actually, this dog was bred for doing this. Oh, wait a minute. This is like Cujo? Pretty much, yeah. Oh, this is like Cujo versus a tiger. Yes, that's what I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, and this breed has been around for like 3,000 years, and the Romans actually used to make them fight tigers and lions, bulls, other dogs, and even human gladiators. So this thing is made to fight tigers yeah they're definitely war dogs and then but their jobs have always been protection whether it's livestock whether it's community whether it's it's always been work it's always been the work that they've done has been protection yeah protection or or like and fighting yeah or fighting so this dog's like a beast yeah so is this was this a dog on the sandlot as well is that yeah the movie the sandlot i think that's the the dog from the sandlot yeah yeah interesting i'm just looking up the weight difference because a mastiff they weigh a hundred to a hundred. I don't think they're only a hundred to one hundred thirty pounds. Can that be true? Yeah. No. No. Wait. That's a bull mastiff. Hold on. Just kidding. Just kidding. One hundred and twenty to two hundred and thirty pounds. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds right. I was a, like, no, these are huge dogs. Yeah. And a, but a Bengal tiger. So uh, a female Bengal tiger at the low end is two twenty. A mastiff at the high end is two thirty. So if we did even weight. 
Maybe. The fattest, biggest mastiff you can find. The fattest mastiff and the scrawniest female yeah. tiger. Maybe. But. Yeah. I, I Yeah. In general, I would say, I mean, a tiger, 30 inches tall, three feet tall. That's 30 inches. Almost three feet. A tiger's taller. Mm-hmm. And a male is so much bigger. I was going to say from the outside looking in, I think anybody would just, you know, Tiger's going to win that battle all day, every day. But the way you are describing this thing, this is interesting. Well, yeah, I mean, it was meant to, it's meant to fight and protect. I think if I was going to say average, average of each species, I would say the tiger would win. But depending on the circumstances, I do think a, a male mastiff possibly defeat a small female. So the world record for the biggest Mastiff was in 1989, and it was for the world's largest dog. It stood 37 inches tall at the shoulder, was 8 feet 3 inches long from tip of nose to the tail. His name was Zorba, and he weighed 343 pounds. Okay, so that's more of like... Which so is a, a, a tiger ginormous. Yeah, a tiger is 3... Well, a Bengal, because all tiger species are different. Yep. A Bengal is three to three and a half feet at the shoulder, same height. Yeah. They are, I mean, that's still, a female at the high end is 350. A male at the low end is 440. If you look up pictures of Zorba, I mean, it is a huge freaking dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like huge. I was going to say, but that's just one dog. Yeah. That's just, I'm just saying that's one dog. Yeah, but can you imagine, like, if that thing got ticked off? I'm looking at his paw print on his owner's shoulder. It's bigger than the owner's head. This is like the size of a bear. I What I think would happen, like, if you wanted to play-by-play, what I think would happen is that the cat would scratch, and it's got the reach, and it would disembowel or something that Mastiff, and then as soon as the Mastiff was down, then it would go for his throat. Whereas the Mastiff, it has to get in close. And the tiger doesn't. Yeah, I just don't think it could get close fast enough to really, even though, I mean, even though it is for for fighting, I just don't know if it could outbeat a tiger, the agility of a tiger. All right, so Laura, who are you then picking for tiger versus mastiff then? Bengals. Me too. And, I'm, and I hate the Bengals, but really don't want to pick one this. I hate them both. They both suck. But I guess the Bengals from an animal perspective, not for any other reason. Let that be clear. Donnie, what about the football side? Taking the Cleveland Browns. Ugh. (laughs) I think anybody I would have picked, she would have went, ugh. Yeah. I'm questioning your football knowledge here if you're going to pick them. So, all righty. So Laura and I are going to go Bengals on this one, and then Donnie's going to go Browns for whatever unknown reason. See, we'll see. That wraps up this week then, and then we'll see who's right, and then tune in next week. We're going to do the same thing. We'll drop them on Saturdays for Saturday for college football and NFL.